Oh, good evening, folks. Welcome to the RGD Opinion Podcast. I am Soul C. Over there is the big rig. Toot toot. I was totally about to hit him with a toot toot. <laughs> don't, don't forget, you can always see his uh, text. Leave a voicemail at 339-224-4341. And, um, yeah, so after being here for two hours, we finally get started. <laughs> about to make a little post for us right now, kid. Yeah, a little post for us right now. Um, today is going to be Ukraine Part 3. And uh, kind of like a continuation of the previous podcast where we're going to go over the 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 not-so-shiny side of what's going on in our opinions. And I mean, I'm going to have to put a, a disclaimer here where if you somehow you think we're pro, more, we're probably more pro something, and but we're not supporting anything, a war or justifying anybody doing anything. Um, it's just, this is just so people can understand a little bit more of what, quote, misinformation's out there versus what no information that they're giving us is. Because there's a, still a big confusion if you look at the news, and it's going to be this way anyway, of, you know, hate Russia, um, Ukraine's beautiful, and we got to do everything for the Ukraine, and... There is no con- absolutely no consideration to facts, understanding, or anything. Before this, nobody gave a shit or even thought about the Ukraine. Nobody, not a, no, not a one. And well, how long ago before this? No, no, no time before this. Yeah, they have. Who? Before- Everyone has. Oh, not. Oh, in the public eye. Yeah. It's always been in the behind-the-scenes eye, 100. percent Well, obviously, but I'm talking like, how many people you walk, you, do you talk politics with or anything with? And they go, oh, hey, you see what's going on in the Ukraine? No, Nobody. I think, I think some people remember uh, when the 90s. I, asked you, I used to ask you a question. How often have before this have you had conversations about the Ukraine? Besides with your Ukrainian friends, with any regular Joe Schmo, nobody. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's pretty crazy. So, point being, it's not a concern of ours because we were always we were never told it to be, and now the only reason they're telling it, telling us that it should be a concern of ours, is because the big bad Ruskies are attacking them and invading them. No one's ever asked why, and. Everybody just assumes that a bad guy is doing something to good people. And that is not always the case. And hopefully today we can kind of just throw out some information and <laughs> throw out some information. And you can kind of make your own assessment of what's what and what's going on. So a big thing going on and a thing that makes a lot of us think and should be thinking further is, I mean, like initially there's always... You know, like, oh, this is horrible, this is this, and this is like, you know, this is kind of nerve-wracking or whatever else. But you give it a day or two and all this other information comes out and it starts getting worse, according to the media. And and so far it's been building, Putin's doing this horrible thing and Putin's bad and he's evil and everything he's saying and his reason for doing it is a lie. And it's like, you can't do this. And and the poor, the poor Ukraine um, country and the government and all this stuff and the, the president's amazing and this shit and that shit and... Um, Vitaly Klitschko's awesome for 
um, you know, putting up arms and all this shit, and you, all these videos keep coming out, and photos keep coming out, and reports keep coming out, and it's just like, you know, everything to make you feel bad for a situation, because they're telling you to feel bad for a situation. Now, my issue with this is they can tell us to feel bad for, you know, for everything. That's what we do in this country. We're told to feel bad for shit or we're told to think this and we're told to think that and people follow suit. But no one ever sits there and thinks why. We just think that we see a horrible thing, we should feel bad for it and we should do something about it. Well, that's not always the case. When someone's getting beat up on the street, doesn't mean that they didn't do anything. That person could have molested that other, the other guy's daughter five minutes before. You don't know. You know, so... We got to sit back and we got to look why. When people start begging for money, especially, we definitely got to look why. Look at why. When our reputations and possibly our own safety as a country and as citizens who are not at uh, a military war with a, any other part of the world, we got to sit there and in, in wonder. We do. So we got to look at and we got to pay attention to what our fearless leaders are doing between here and the Western EU and try to understand this a little better before we can make assumptions and go with whatever and you know and, and assume that we know because we don't there's always multiple sides to every story you're going to talk to one f citizen of the ukraine and they're going to be um i mean i feel bad for all the citizens of any country who have to deal with this shit but you're going to talk to one citizen who's going to say you know we don't want to have anything to do with russia then you're going to talk to another citizen from the western part of russia who wants everything to do with i mean uh, western part of ukraine wants to have everything to do with russia and that's the problem so you have people who like it's like in this country you have people who pay attention to politics and have a problem with certain politics you have people who don't pay attention at all and they just want to go with whatever the news is telling them and you can't do that when it's literally life or death situations and it's hard um, uh, instances that could totally change lives, you know, for better or worse. It depends on how you look at it. Now, on an, an overview of all this is essentially in how I look at it. And I think a lot of people look at it and should be looking at it on a more specific basis is, you know, Russia is old school. And every, you know, in the West is new school. And Russia doesn't want to be part of that new school, global, globalist, new world order situation, great reset thing that's going on. And I don't blame them because not every country wants to be that. Not every country does. It doesn't matter how big they are or whatever world power they are. Not every, I repeat this over and over and over again in multiple podcasts. Not everybody wants to be westernized. Not everybody believes in being westernized. Not everybody wants to care about things and stuff and purple hair and my feelings. Well, so Russia is uh, how we, we said a few episodes back where one of those countries, like, embrace your culture. And that's what I do like about Putin, uh, you know, it's tough to like choose your words when you're picking this this content, but All I right, want to say that this for, just to kind of cover what we mean by when we say this, folks, credit, we wanted, we have to give credit where credit's due whether it's Biden, whether it's Obama, whether it's Trump, whether it's Putin whether it's um, anybody you know, give credit what credit's due, and that's it. It's not about picking sides necessarily, whatever. Like I said, I might favor more of certain things than on some issues and, you know, in certain issues on other things, um, certain ways on other things. It, this isn't about, you know, we're pro this or we're pro that. Which we're, we're just defending both sides to the best of our ability and giving you information to base it upon yourself. So, yes, it is 
as far as I'm concerned, it's okay to give credit and understanding to a, a tyrant. So, and, with Putin, I've always joked and said funny things like, oh, I'm, I fucks with him. I really like his style. Well, that man's gangster. But look at his swag, though. Like, and you've heard on other major podcasts and everything, like, the cliches about him, like, run around shirtless and stuff. But what made me be like, yo, this dude really loves his culture was when the conspiracy came out about him killing the guy who messed up the circle light at the Olympics years back. And they were like, that guy who messed up the O in the, the Olympics logo died. Putin killed him in his family. <coughs> and I was like, yo, if that's true, that's gangster. Because he was like, don't ever make me look bad. Like, we now as a society watch uh, this dude Gorilla Nems fuck your life. Uh, doing, don't ever disrespect me. And like, Putin's really like that. Like, don't disrespect me. And I think if he makes a good promise, he's a man of his word. If he makes a bad promise, he's a man of his word. And like you said, he's old school. He's a traditionalist. He loves old Russia. But the thing that people I don't think know is that he's a historian. He is so versed in knowledge of our history, European history, uh, definitely Russian and Asian history. Um, And you hear that in his interviews and his communications, like uh, to do this and even just to get caught up with the, the current situation we're in now, I've been just watching uh, Ukrainian films and Putin interviews and like he... That's propaganda. That's propaganda. He on film has a point when he's talking, you know? And that's the thing, so... See, yeah, and that, that is, you took the time to sit there and analyze something, whether it was, you know, uh, 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 a, a leaning one way thing or another, but you've got to see both ways anyway. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter which way it's leaning. If you're trying to get an understanding of how somebody thinks and what they do, regardless of what the situation is, and that is more than what any of us, most any of us do. So we o- we only go by what we're told. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We're told to hate Russia. I mentioned this previously. It's like, why do we hate Russia? Because what, we grew up in Rocky beat Drago, you know, like because he's the only American yeah, to do it, though, you know. But like, it. but like that's what we're told to to do because we watched all these movies like Red Dawn and like they, you know, like we're told in media and told in entertainment which way we should sway on 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 the enemies. If you ever want to see who the bad person is, you know, in, in the political world, just watch an action movie. Except now they can't because back in twenty eleven, you was you weren't allowed to put Chinese people in a bad light. So Hollywood stopped doing that, even though it's a fact that China is as bad as they can, but they can't anymore. China, they, Hollywood will literally has a rule where you're not allowed to do that. Right. So when Ren Dodd came out, they were originally Chinese. They changed it to North Korean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so like there is a, there, 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 there are different rules and different things that they're, they're, they're meant to tell us and that's what we believe because it goes into it subconsciously. We all fall for it. There's, there's nobody subs- who who's who's who can deter this, you know, until later on Those after we realize it. would have to be it. independent films and then they'd probably be like, oh, that's a hate film. Exactly. It, w- it would be. So, I mean, but... And so it's to take the time to find out what, what things are. You can appreciate... There's a football player a couple of weeks ago. I can't remember his name. He was a lineman for... I want to say the Rams or the Detroit Lions or whoever, and he was asked like three people who he could have dinner with, 
and one of them was Hitler, and people were all bent out of shape. And he said, listen, I love um, war tactics. He like, I love understanding how leaders um, go about in, you know, in strategies. Hmm. And that's worldwide. I mean, who, are the, who do people study when they do study war st- uh, strategies? They study all the tyrants. Like, like uh, who's the French guy? Napoleon. Napoleon. Was he good? Not a good guy. Was he a good uh, strategist? Strategist. I mean, obviously, I mean, if we're talking about him, you must have known something. Wasn't that big though? No, but like you, you, you look at um, like Genghis Khan. You talk about Caesar. Exactly. You talk he, about all isn't those. Genghis Khan, the OG. Like he's running top charts. I think he was the most tyrant person on the, on the face of the planet. Did he have the biggest empire or something? Yeah. Well, now. Was uh, Xerxes a real dude? No, Xerxes was a god. No, but is it, was it a real empire? Uh, oh, what you talking like in three hundred? Yeah. No. Okay. I don't think so. No, because I was. Yeah, it, I looked that up. It's a weird. It's a weird thing. But the three hundred thing was a real story. But the, the Xerxes, all that stuff thrown in was different. The, um, I believe. But anyway, that's what they do. You study those things. So I don't, you don't knock the guy because he wants to have dinner with Hitler. Because, I mean, you'd be crazy not to have, want to have dinner with people and wonder why did you do that. I'm sorry, but you should want to question those things. I'd be afraid he's going to poison me at dinner. No, but you should wonder. Like, like you know, like those are the type of people you want to talk to. Those are the least understood people, you know, because there is no definitive answer. It's like a serial killer. People always want to Who talk to I serial want, killers. I want to talk to Ben Frank, kid. He has all types of secrets. <laughs> He was a very hated man. I want to talk to Ben Frank because he had definitely, he's one of the big guys who created all this stuff. A big Benny. Show me around the house. I'll keep it hush hush. Put me in the know. <laughs> anyway, so. <laughs> you get, but anyway, so regardless, t- taking time to figure it out and having an appreciation for people's thoughts and abilities to do things, whether it's for good or bad, is also an arbitrary thought because it's good to some people, it's bad for others. I think invading any country is pretty bad, you know, and, and it shouldn't be done that way. But now on an overall basis, what's going on here is when what should really get people to wonder is how come the media is deciding to all of and this is talking on like in social media, deciding to all of a sudden um, suppress, quote, disinformation and misinformation. Now, we all know from the COVID situation the past couple of years that that all means nothing. It just means that you're not following their narrative. Mm-hmm. So that means that if they're trying to block out, what quote, Russian disinformation, then it's a matter of, okay, then what truths are they telling? So, Beca- well, I'm going to give you the examples, and you're going to probably have, already have these, so you can probably just go off of what I'm going to say. So I'm just giving you, I, I can only name like three. Well, I have the COVID one right now with you in my head. Well, we're not talking about COVID, though. I know, but there's an analogy with what's Oh, so the, the, the three major things that they, or at least the two major, I can't, uh, things that they're always trying to, the, the obvious propaganda one, the third one would be like the obvious propaganda, the propaganda stuff where like, oh, we're doing great and this and that. I mean, that's given with any, our country does it all the fucking time, whether you want to believe it or not. Um, but there was when he was, these are the only things I could find. I literally had to relook this stuff up to see, to give examples. Nobody's given examples. The only examples that I can remember and that I could really find mentioned in articles was when he said he was going to denazify um, the Ukraine and when he said that he was going to end the genocide. The genocide stuff I'd have to dig deep on because I couldn't find anything. You might have something on that. But obviously the Nazi thing you and I discussed I think the before. genocide is what's happening right now 
the death of Ukrainian Russians in the Ukraine itself. That's the genocide. And denazify is because the Ukrainian Nationalist Party was founded upon Nazi beliefs. So I was having this conversation with someone today. And he goes, what's his name? Well, Zelensky's Jewish, so why would he be a Nazi? And I go, well, Hitler was also half Jewish. Why would he be a Nazi? Right? And he's like, but, and I go, but it's the same thing. He, you know, and do you want me to keep going with yeah, this? Yeah, keep going. He, Zelensky got put into power based off propaganda and held, funded by, you know. The Mc, Clinton Foundation. McCain as well, which is like, he get, he puts a little dirt on the Republican Party, but that's why most Republicans don't accept him for what he was. Can you hear me? Yeah, just turn it up a little bit. Turn the mic I twist up. it. Yeah, there tighten we go. it. Tighten it. I thought you reset it like that. No, no, tighten it. No, it just fell down on its own. You just want to tighten it. Oh, how long do you think you've been hearing me? No, you can hear you fine. It's just I want to hear you better on here, that's all. Low key. I want you to kind of be more on the same uh, audio level as me, that's all. All right. So let's run that back, right? No, they could still hear you. You don't have to go backwards. We were saying Zelensky is comparable to Hitler because Zelensky's Jewish, but Hitler was half Jewish. Both were put into pop into power by giving force and weapons and power and propaganda to promote their cause. <coughs> so literally, you have the pictures of McCain over there, like the day before, or day of the insurrection they had there, where. Prisoners were literally released before and given tanks and weapons and fucking going out there. What's um the massacre? We'll, we should get into this later but because I want to give a brief history of the Ukraine, but the Maidan massacre. Yeah, I don't have any information on that. That's all you. Yeah. You were talking about that a little bit. Yeah, but I don't episode. have like, as much information as you do. Yeah. You're better off talking about it than I do. So your, your comparison to Hitler is interesting because that's one of the things that a lot of people are doing right now. They're comparing Putin to Hitler. And that's, again... And it's opposite. Yes, it's another deflection. Stalin was not Hitler as well. He was a bad dude. Yeah. Stalin was Stalin. He wasn't Hitler. He to was make Stalin. make sure we all know, we're not talking about good dudes right now. Right? No. There are no... As my friend says, there is no good dudes in this fight. There, this isn't about like, like I said. This is just they're they're, they're painting one, they're they're propping one guy up while completely shitting on another. Where it should be, you should see both of it, and you can decide which one is. I guess you could, if you want, this one's better or worse. Should, there is no better or worse in this situation. I think they're both well, essentially pieces of shit in, the thing, in their though, own way. Like how Putin says, I said he's a man of his word. So if he says he's going to remove Nazism and stop the genocide, he's saying he will take the Nazi party out of the Ukraine. There's right? one thing that people need to understand. We keep bringing up this Nazi thing. It's, this isn't like how the left over here calls everybody a Nazi for this and a Nazi for that and uses it as an analogy. Over there, it's literally a Nazi Real life. thing. It is The Ukraine is a big hotbed so, for white supremacy. And it's, this, is, this is a fact that you can look up. But Ukrainian specific white supremacy yes but there's a people who come here from the come over the go over there from the united states i had i just happened to instantly like a month
month ago across a video of them talk, interviewing an American from New York who went over there and he leads a big white supremacist thing over there. You'd never guess looking at him. He's not a skinhead. He's not of that. But he's, a, you know, the SS and all that, all that bullshit. I mean, it's just, it's just the way and it this is. This stuff is much It's way harder deeper. than it is. Yes. yes. So there's a lot bigger history of it. So, for instance, I'm sure everybody by now has seen the video that was run where they were showing the the military in the Ukraine training the the citizens. No. Well, okay. Well, I've actually been not trying to watch a lot of footage of this. Well, there, a week ago there was a, a this actually before this was before the um, the actual invasion. There was a video of saying, "Oh well, we need to get guns and have citizens train." You know, which is, you know, very admirable because whatever, and you're showing these weird things. Now, what ended up being was if you watched video and paid attention to the patches, that was the, um, was a, 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 it's a, there's a Nazi army group out there, militant group. Yeah. That was them in the video that yeah. they showed. Now, in the same fucking day, you know, that, that was, Putin was saying he wanted to denazify the Ukraine. And this is NBC who posted this video originally, I believe. And they were also saying that it's full of shit about the Nazis. Well, you literally showed Nazi militant um, military group. If you see the black and red flag, yes, that is them. Well, no, it wasn't even, no, it wasn't that. They didn't have a black and red flag on it. It was, they had their, they had their own insignia as their yeah. militant group. So there was no, there's no, like, it was an so version of the SS. To it. There's levels to it. There's the classy levels, then there's, like, the grunt levels. You know what I'm saying? Regardless, I mean, it's still there. It's we're not going to. We're not getting into into that on this, but it's there. Our point is, yeah. it's there. This isn't like an exaggeration. This isn't us saying, "Oh, you know, all these white supremacists are states," even though there's no evidence. There's plenty of evidence to be found online about this, and it's and it's true. You can see Senator McCain and the uh, Hillary Clinton standing with these people. You know. And there's video out there. You saw the video. Yeah. I know there's a video out there. I just can't yeah. find it online, obviously, of this. This is not exaggeration. Put this on Amazon Prime. Yeah. This. Watch Revealing the Ukraine or Ukraine on Fire. And you'll see all that stuff. And they're going to keep pushing this as this propaganda stuff. But it's like you, you're not faking the shit. It's there. Yeah. You know, like it, it, the story writes itself just in the imagery. It doesn't. It doesn't necessarily have to be said. It's not like unless he was sitting there saying, "Oh, and they were burning it or whatever." But no, it's there. It's a fact. So this that's another supposed disinformation and propaganda piece um, that they're trying to suppress from Russia. But it's real. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's a hardcore Christian guy, um, Putin, and he has. And he's like, I'm talking like he's like fucking. You know. 15th century hardcore Christian, where he's like, he, well, like you know, the Russian Orthodox, uh, they're, they're pretty, pretty deep, yeah. So, I mean, he's old school, you know, and that's what you gotta understand about that and the situation going on. Like I said, he doesn't want to globalize and he doesn't want to westernize. So, all, all this supposed information going out, they're like, oh, we're trying to take this independent nation that we feel horrible for, which I feel horrible for because you want to do what you best you can. But here's where John will come in and mention that. We can sit there and say that, oh, we're helping the Ukraine by giving them this and giving them that. And, you know, the, you know, the United States has nothing on the surface to gain from the Ukraine. They don't. I'm sorry. I haven't seen it yet except them sticking their fingers where they don't belong and trying to, again, trying to westernize a nation where maybe half or maybe even 60% or 70% only want to be westernized. And that's usually, that's a generational thing. You yeah. ask the younger people, they're all for it. You talk to the older people, they're not. But... 
So how are they getting screwed though out of this? In in the nineties, with the separation of uh, the USSR, right? Uh, Ukraine became independent, like many other you know sovereign countries and stuff. Uh, countries were formed because it broke up. Um, Gorbachev was still trying to negotiate deals with the Ukraine because the Ukraine originally goes back. Like, have you done any studies of the the Ukraine? Yeah. But you can just so talk about. many, many empires have ruled over the, the Ukraine, but the one we're going to bring it to was the mainly the Russian Empire. So Russia is broken down into three parts, and this is why Putin is definitely a traditionalist. The Russian Empire had Kiev, which was Kiev rule, right? And that translates to the key of Russia. So Kiev had its own region, and then there was only north and south. That's it. So the Ukraine, in particular, is very important to Russia in their history. But the Ukraine has always also been independent. But it's like that girl who's like, you really, everybody sort of wants her, but she keeps going to other different boyfriends. You know, and other boyfriends just keep passing her up. But Russia's like, no, I'm keeping her. This is my girl. And that girl's like, you know, I don't want you, Russia. Do you, do you know where I'm trying to go with this? Yep. I want to date this this English guy. I want to date this English guy. But the English guy's uh sort of nerdy and trying to make me really dependent on them and broke. So I got to like move in with the English guy. But I really like having my own apartment. But I really like having you, Russia, as my, my like bodyguard fucking boyfriend. And Russia's like, bitch, I'm going to take you anyways. And you better stop seeing that damn English guy. And uh, the Ukraine's like, I can't do that, Russia. I just want to live on my own. Like, now I want to live on my own. Now she doesn't want to do with anything of the Western English guy and nothing to do with the abusive Russian guy. So they put themselves in a deep predicament because once the English guy started provoking the Russian guy, calling him up, sending him texts, you know, like showing up at his house and then driving away, Russian guy's like, oh, word, oh, word. So now you're going to show up to my work. Okay. So Russian guys, you're going to show up to my work on camera like that. Let me, sh- let me show you. And then he came and he slapped the dog shit out of, out of uh, that little needy girl at your mama's house. That's what he did. He came and he said, pow, black guy right there. Didn't hurt her too bad, but let her know. What's up? <laughs> so the history of the Ukraine, three regions. Kiev is important. It's the first major city of Russia. The key of Russia. There's something about it they want. Something about it we want too, whether it's access points or minerals and other resources that it, it, it will come with. But we already we just went through all that. And the cliche is one people, one nation. Yes. So the the the, the uh, since Putin is more of like we just discussed as a purist and an old school, you know, religious and all that stuff. The third, I, the another thing I forgot that they were, they were suppressing was his whole statement on the new. He wants to disrupt the new world order because they're all Satanists. Now it sounds crazy. It's over. very common, um, and if you listen to any any you know. Uh, commentary political commentary or whatever it's religion is always brought into the mix somewhere 
And is a, in, even here in the United States, is a big thing, you know, going on in a conservative group because, I mean, in order to be a pure conservative, we got to be a pure Christian, which I think is a kind of a ridiculous notion, personally. But regardless, there's always this thing that people are doing evil and that Satan is, um, whether it's literal or, or um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Metaphorical. The, the idea that these people... These, you know, leftists or liberals are trying to, you know, sexualize our children and get these negative ideas into our society and into our head as a mainstream thing or whatever it is. It's a, it's a lot of religion saying, you know, that's a, that's the devil speaking. You I mean, you, you don't allow devil anything in your house, for instance, you know, for whatever reason. But, I mean, we're not going to get so into you, but that. But you were saying um, Ukraine was a big exporter of human trafficking it is well that's why i'm going to roll into this the idea that so with putin saying the nwo is the is basically you know him fighting against satan is the idea that in the new world order is is basically westernizing everything and what they really want is they want a global globalization of of everything where it's everything's just one now economically it's a good thing obviously because it keeps uh value up and prices down but there's a lack of morality in his eyes, and if you really think about it, in the whole thing, because now all of a sudden a lot of things go out the windows, where it becomes well, you know, like in the United States is a prime example of that with the wokeness mm. and, like I said, the sexualization of children, the idea that you got that you should know what you know what your sexual preferences, uh, uh, a teacher should share their sexual preference and their sex lives with kids, and you know, and the pornography and you know all those things. And it's not just porn and things like that, but this is you know it, it goes with violence. It goes with allowing people to act in hedonistic ways where you know you can loot things and you, you can justify killing people or whatever else because you feel bad and robbing people how they're you know they're allowing criminals to get away with more things now and violence there's a video out there the other day of someone smashing a woman in the head with a hammer in new york city and going down the subway steps just to steal her purse because you know those are the type of things that the people are are more likely to get away with now you know so they're they're the the moral compass of these things is wrong and yet there will always be the argument should morality be brought into laws and politics but if morals don't exist, then you're going to have a, a, a lot more evil and wrongdoing and negative shit running around this world, regardless of what your religious beliefs are and everything. So we know that evildoers play the long game, right? Mm-hmm. Like they they know it's going to take time, so they're very good chess players. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, well, you're in the United States right now. we got a president that's playing um, Connect Four. You're not even fucking... <laughs> Checkers at this, uh, you know, at this point. He's not even playing no, he, he, well, he still can't get to the fourth one. But the point being is that there, there is an issue because what happens is you bring into some place like the Ukraine because what essentially has become is that the Ukraine has become basically a money, big money laundering. But this is scheme for yeah, this for the West. Been put in. This is where I got sidetracked to it. This has been put in since the '90s, since the separation. And part of the agreement was right. Um, he's going to say. You guys get all these nukes, and you get. We're gonna stop making missiles. We're gonna stop producing oil. We're gonna stop exporting coal, which they were like huge manufacturers of coal. And we're gonna become totally dependent on the U.S., the EU, and Russia as well. And all in agreement that they wouldn't join 
the that the European nations, and there would be no U.S. troops in the Ukraine, right? Mm-hmm. But um, I think you were saying all they did was just take up, turn the nukes towards. You turn this, turn the nukes around. There's yeah. no, like I said, they don't, they don't, they don't sit there and say hand it over to you like it's a gift and say walk away. Like to me, it makes sense because Ukraine was always oppressed in general that they would want to be their own nation. And then that being said, it also makes sense, I don't agree with it, why they would want to have their own pure blood because we were talking about what they're suppressing. They're also limiting their citizens to only speak Ukrainian dialect, no longer Russian. And No, when you say restrict, explain that. You could, They're saying, like, like, imagine we did that here. You could only speak English. Don't speak Spanish. Don't speak fucking anything. Anything like That's Creole not English. Yeah, you know. Don't speak. Yeah, like don't speak Portuguese. Yeah, you would be shunned upon. So that so they're so, essentially trying to, to trying to uh, fade out. It's oh, a, is it really? Yeah. Okay. You can only speak Ukrainian. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. This is the party well, that the, took over. Yeah. And this is what they're saying. Oh, he's not racist. He's Jewish. Hitler was fucking Jewish. Dude, you know the funny thing that people never bring about Hitler? They're like, you know how we always wanted bl- blonde hair and blue-eyed date people? Yeah. He wasn't even blonde hair and blue-eyed. Not at all. No one ever questions that. Yeah, I know. But anyway, so. he It's so funny. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I'm like, no, this dude, that then there's levels to the exposure of racism. They need these grunt dudes to hide while they're really up there pulling the strings in their suits. You know what I mean? Who's they? The... Uh, Zelensky. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? This is their party, the Ukrainian national. He's a party. puppet. Zelensky's nothing but a puppet. And he was the fourth run. He was the big runner in the whole fucking dude insurrection. Yeah, and it's it's. You know what I mean? He's the face of them. Yeah, and or not, but he, he's, he's essentially the guy who goes. I, I'm not just a president. I mean, I, I don't just play a president on TV. I'm really a president. You know, it's just like, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? And I mean, like I said, I'm not going to get into the whole thing where like, you know, like, oh, he was an actor and how was he a president? Because obviously we've had the same thing so here. So what I found out was Russia gifted Crimea to the Ukraine at the separation and gifted Donbass to them as well for a land. Mm-hmm. Why these lands are heavily populated with Russian Ukrainians, right? Okay. And so that's how... They, even the Ukrainian will tell you we're basically the same people. It's, it's the Ukraine is a melting pot of the old Russian Empire, of all different sovereignties, mm. right? And that's how Ukraine is like. Even though it's not centralized, it's the furthest part of Russia bringing you right into to the Western. Exactly. Okay. So it's a very popular place. It's a, ga- the, it's a gateway the, country. The key of Russia, key okay. of Rus, right? Mm-hmm. So they knew what they were doing in the 90s when they stripped them of all their shit. So then they were like, all right, so you're one of the big exporters of coal. How about you're not going to stop, you're not going to do the coal anymore. We're going to take your coal. And then they basically buy it back from the U.S. Yeah. Now, do you see, now this is where it gets into the whole money laundering thing. They became dependent on, they were exporters of missiles and coal Mm -hmm. and, and some oil. They became dependent and stripped of everything. So what freedom did they get in the 90s? No, Nothing. they've been getting billions and billions of dollars have been taken out of the Ukrainian citizens' hands. I don't want to bring it up to modern date, but that being said, there's only three exporters of oil in the Ukraine, and one is the one that Hunter Biden sits on the desk with. 
Burisma. Okay, but we won't bring it right now because we're, we're at 90s. We got gifted the Crimeas, right? And then the 2000s happened, right? So we went from the 90s. Transitions. This is why when you ask also what people know about the Ukraine, this stuff was heavily uh, put out in the news and stuff. Like our parents would be able to talk about this. Like I remember even some of it, even though I was like wicked young, but I guess I've always been interested in this shit. So also in college having a ukrainian friend who was keeping me up to date with everything because they were very russian ukrainian cultured like and this is who i had to call for this i said yo my mans i need your intel because i don't want to look or talk like an asshole out here i need first-hand knowledge and so like i said he's a jewish russian ukrainian man okay who came here in 86 like not as a kid as a kid but not as a, like a baby kid not to remember it. He remembered the transition very well. So in the 2000s, they held what they would call one of the first diplomatic elections. And I watched an hour-long interview with this guy. Victor, how do I pronounce his name? Medvuchek. Do you know him or even remember him? No. So one of the first ever elections to really give like everyone a chance to vote. They find a Ukrainian guy. This guy, Viktor Medvedchek. He's very much along the lines of Putin as well. Like, he was a very Ukrainian first individual. Oh, is that the guy who ended up fle- fleeing to Russia in 2014? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, he was friends with Putin. Putin is also the godfather of that guy's daughter. Mm-hmm. But he was trying to keep the agreement of if we had the nukes on the western side I won't ever join sides with these guys or let them have troops on our land and was trying to work with Russia and they were trying to strive together as they which to us or like the the European nations were would be like oh no this guy's this guy's starting to you know buddy up to Putin over here and that's when we fast forward to 2014 and we get the whole shit show of what's again this is eight years ago started from the 90s stripped them of all their stuff hey let's give them a real election they vote in a guy that they didn't want oh shit this guy starts buddying up with putin they get scared what do they do we're gonna we're gonna fucking start a civil war over there that's how we do it Fast forward exactly to where we are. The guy who is president right now, Zelensky, and his party, the Ukrainian Nationalist Party, are the exact people in 2014 who opened up the prisons, took over the Ukraine, right, with shootings and everything, going against the cops, going against the government, overthrowing the whole place to the way you said he had to dip to Russia to get out and survive, right? <clears throat> he's the guy that right now we're saying is the victim. Who's also, you bring up the genocide, sh- bombing their own cities. This is from Ukrainian people themselves right now. Russian Ukrainian people are saying the Ukrainian nationalist government is bombing us in our own cities of the Ukraine because they're populated with Russian people, but then are saying it's the Russians that are doing it. 
That's now you can match from them themselves. You can match that with the stories of the again the the disinformation that they're blocking. And one of the examples that they had given or ideas that they they'd mentioned was when when you see a news story that says that the um, exactly what you just said that um, Ukrainian people are doing this. It's actually not true. It's the Russian people doing like it's flip flop. Yeah. This is again, folks. The whole deflection thing is 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 clear and obvious in, in in legacy media. Now I started looking at media in France and media in Russia and media in, in other countries that I could find, and they were saying similar things, which isn't a surprise. Did you see the video of the trucker pulling up to the tank. Yeah, I don't. So I don't. I don't believe any videos or photos I see anymore. Last night, talking to my buddy, he said there's a video that surfaced on the Russian news that says Russian and Ukrainians have a like like sentimental moment in laughter in the middle of like crisis. You know what I mean? That's yeah. how Russian depict it, right? So yeah. it showed the Ukrainian guy pull up to a broken down tank. Yeah. And said, "Hey, you I guys really going to Kiev?" And they said, "Yeah." And he said, "Well, I can tell you back to Russia." And they both laughed it off, no. and he drove away. TMZ headline. Ukrainian mocks Russian shoulders, you know, like right off the bat. Yeah. So I saw both. I saw it both ways. I saw the original one that you told me first, and then people kept sending it to me, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, it's nothing. So one day I just wa- I just watched it. The, the whole the whole everything on the bottom. And this is what my friend changed. told me. He goes, dude, I told you, we are the same people. They don't want to fight each other. They are the same people that don't want to fight. So I came up with the slogan that said, "One nation." One people divided by Democrats. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And uh, in the interview, they Putin brought up, well, we, we've even negotiated East and West Ukraine. Mm. He goes, but even still, that's divi- division. I don't want division in my country. He wants to embrace them and put them on. And I, to get away from the more the the Ukraine specific, specific specific points is you know again what does the eu and the united states have to do with any of this now like i said on the surface it's talk about that is it's it's nothing it's the idea that there's tons of money laundering going through there there is bio um bio labs all over the country and they again that's another these are going to pop in my head about this the bio labs all over the country are supposedly don't exist is what they're saying but they're over there using the ukraine citizens to test a lot of these bioweapons this has been reported over the years well they can hide it under radiation poisoning they can hide it on anything they fucking want you're right and so but they they use these citizens in that way they also um the you know we obviously we got the hunter biden thing we got nancy pelosi's son like I, we mentioned before we got the fact that the ukraine is the largest Donator to the Hillary Clinton Foundation or the Clinton Foundation out of like it, there's a list of countries that donate and how much they've given over I think it's like over forty thousand dollars is a list. Fuck do you get money from countries? Yeah. Exactly and for what? I know. Exactly. 
So there's a that's like fucked up. There's a big thing. Like your country's gonna okay. Get one of the you and I have gone back and forth on this for or years now. The whole child trafficking thing, and we have deep dived individually and met with the similar stories with different you know names. And there's always and and this is another thing where I can't stand this country. Donald Trump was the first president to really publicize the sex child sex trafficking issue going on in this country and sex trafficking in general actual sex trafficking i'm not talking about the 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 fake usage of the word sex trafficking because it's a very loose term like actual people being kidnapped and sold to different parts of the world and to different people okay and it got said that it was all a lie. Pizzagate was a lie. The, um, you know, it was all QAnon. I mean, it's, again, deflection. Back then, it's just like you were conspiracy what, theorists. These things are out there for a reason. It's, it is. And, it, like, and, and after a while, when you have literally, I'm talking, we'll talk, what do we get to? I don't want to sidetrack, but like example, what you're going with is Pizzagate, years ago old, to even just a month ago, teacher, sex teacher gave pizza analogies. In her sex classes, there's it's too many training. coincidences go that go on with that um, with that whole child sex trafficking and Ukraine being the, the the gateway country that it is. It's a huge trading spot for, and it being near the Black Sea as well. A lot helps. of countries, yeah. It, it's Boom. a it's a big big. Um, child sex trafficking location and this isn't like you've seen movies like taken you've seen plenty of other movies where sex trafficking is a thing and this is all based off of reality this Mm -hmm. is these aren't lies these are true stories true things you can find these horrific stories and actual documentaries that they do suppress these documentaries that show the truth like the gentleman who did the documentary last year the year before he specializes and travels the world, busting up these big, big time rings, talking about the Clinton Foundation and the the Haitian no, the kids. Haitians, the Haitians. I mean, that story is horrific. The Clintons. And it, they are a, and the Ukraine is part of that. Now, they want to suppress, you know, all that stuff, and as being, you know, not a real thing. And like, it, it's a real thing. It's a multi billion dollar industry, and it, and that's what part of the Ukraine is used for. And it's known, and like you, it's actually on Wikipedia, and you know Wikipedia does everything it can to stay as liberal as possible, and that's already been a proven fact. Um, but I'll even read what it says in uh, human trafficking in the Ukraine. Ukraine, in a source transit and destination country for men, women, and children trafficked transnationally for the purposes of commercial sexual exploitation and forced labor. Ukrainian women are trafficked to Russia, Poland, Turkey, China, Czech Republic, United Arab Emirates, Austria, Italy, Portugal, Germany, Greece, Israel, Spain, Lebanon, Hungary, Slavic Republic, Cyprus, United Kingdom, Netherlands, Serbia, Argentina, Norway, Iran, Bahrain, the United States, the majority of the Ukrainian labor trafficking victims were men exploited in Russia, the Czech Republic, and Poland, primarily forced to work as construction laborers, sailors, and factory and agricultural workers. There there are indications Ukraine is a destination for people from neighboring countries trafficked for forced labor and sexual exploitation. Now, they wouldn't name those specific, a list like that of specific countries if they didn't have actual evidence of it. They just are not going to just blur out a bunch of random countries Mm -hmm. that have nothing to do with each other except for that. And 
And if you're on the list, that means you got like a decent amount because there's probably some other countries that took one or two. Yes. And, you know what I mean? They're like, all right, we won't list them. You know, I can go further into it, but that starts getting into the conspiracy world, to be honest with you. But it's like that's another thing. I mean, sex trafficking is done in every country, but when you're, when you're a hub of it and you're linked to the people like the Clintons, the Obamas. Well, and you look at who signs certain policies and what. Who's signing the policies that say they want a lower uh, consent age? Who signed the policies for late-term abortions? Who signing the policies for sex registration? You're not going to see that on the right side. Yeah, it is all a leftist thing. You know, I mean, even... Did every- you see when Putin said this in an interview? I don't know if you didn't. He said... I wish I could speak Russian. I really wish I could. It's a, it's a Dude, you have a hard enough time with English. But he basically said, Russia has seen everything that it's seeing right now. We've seen transgenderism in history. We've seen ultimate liberalism in history. Blah, 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 blah. And he's like, these things have not succeeded. We have been super progressive throughout our history in Russia, which is why we've had multiple revolutions. And I know he's a tough dude and traditionalist, but he was like, where we're at right now is where Russia's going to stay while I'm here. Yeah, I mean, right? but like I said, that, 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 he said that stuff doesn't work for Russia, that he will not accept that Western lifestyle. And he said they just doesn't it. want it. He doesn't want it. Yeah, I mean, that's in our history. We've tried it. It's, it's, it's no failed. different than North Korea. It's no different than, you know, China, no different than Iran. I mean, I'm not naming the greatest countries on the planet. Trust me. I know. But it's but the, I'm I'm giving you the reason why those countries do not conform. They do not want to conform. Well, they Gaddafi just don't. was not trying to conform. And when his buddy started take it off, they were like, "Yo, we got we got to take this dude out." Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like they. This is what globalism is. This is what the new world order. His money is. was working. It, it it's it's the idea of the they want this group of what we've all known as the elites that who make the decisions want everybody to be the same mm-hmm. and it cannot happen as long as we are human beings it it will never happen which will always turn into conflict and this is exactly what this issue is going on now it's so funny that we're they're trying to side with a party that only wants purebred Ukrainian-speaking individuals. Yeah. Now, this is the people who will sit there and say you have to accept everybody, but they also support... It's not the people of the Ukraine. It's... The government. It's the power of the... Yes. Yes. And the, this is the same government who suppresses the media over there, who suppresses anybody who opposes them. And this is called liberating. Yes. Nowadays. Yeah. This is supposed to be like, oh, you know, like, oh, you can't say anything bad. This is no different than a communist nation. Now, you can look and you'll see leftist... Um, opinion pieces talk about how that's like oh a flawed democratic system. It's not a democratic system at all. When there is a when there's forced leadership, just because there's a parliamentary system set up doesn't mean shit. You can sit there and you can look at uh, a mafia and see you a see parliamentary how system said he set up. Admired China's dictatorship. Yeah, but I mean that's not a surprise. Okay, you know. Yeah, but I mean, why is that shocking? That's what the big issue is going to come in. Now, today I had posted a story that I found that's not going to be reported in this country that China and North Korea had come to a an agreement, uh, and people don't know necessarily on what, but magically they have this scene eye to eye on something, and um, that's not a good thing, folks. It's like, especially when now that the SWIFT bank has finally cut off the the, the uh, caught, caught off Russia from getting any money 
And all that's left is for them to get money from China. And China's staying in the good graces because they need the Russian oil. And, you know, North Korea just hates everybody. And so now they're getting them involved as well. So, like, the theory is China didn't really want to get involved because they need the United States for their economy to buy their goods. Right? So, like, they make our goods... They make a lot of money off us, granted, if they own a majority of buildings and real estate in the United States already. They were dependent also on us buying from them, you know. So they're like, they can be dicks, you know, like and up their prices a little bit. But in the end, they're like, you know, they still got to give you a little bit, just like a pimp does. So like, you know how people say pimp by blood? I think it's pimps buy blood just like the democrats in china they're buying human blood all right but china doesn't want to get involved however if the ukraine signs with the eu china and russia will merge and strive together on their own economies yeah, and that'll raise the prices of everything here and make basically everything we're working for worthless. Yes. And now well, I'm going to get into more of the, the United States politics of all this and the Western po- politics of all this, and we can kind of like, so you can get an overview of the the world situation and, you know, how us lame and boring people can, unless you have more to add to that. Well, no, the only thing that we definitely skipped, we talked about Hunter Biden and all that. We We did skip the massacre. And we were talking about what did the left of the Democrats have to do with that. And that was also part of the days building up with McCain. And literally in front of thousands of people waving uh, Ukrainian flags, Ukrainian flags with swastikas, and the black and red flags. You see a lot of Ukrainian flags, but when you look in that picture, you see all those flags there. And that's the Ukrainian Nationalist Party who took over. But there was the, they call it the, I'm not pronouncing it right. Madan massacre. That's where we were saying. Uh, I heard you talking about it too. Was where people were getting shot at by snipers. Yeah, right. And yeah. But they were so literally the formulas used are the formulas that we were led to see too. Even example of the Rittenhouse case. Oh yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll that's what I'm gonna get. But we're gonna get into this. We'll, we'll we can roll that all into the same. There thing. There were people. Yeah. We'll we'll roll it all into the same thing. Just well, I just want to kind of have a, have a start and finish. Yeah, they're using the same formulas. Yeah. We're, we're gonna get into that in a minute. Then that the will tie into what I'm saying. Then anything else that before that? No. I mean, you want to add everything else could be rolled in. Then the newer stuff. The the newest stuff that I wanted to us to talk about was the Ukraine today. Today, you got two conflicting stories. You had Ukraine plans oh, we'll, to talk with Putin. We'll wrap up on that then. That'll be the closeout. And an hour later, Ukraine plans to sign with the EU. Yeah. So, we'll, the, like, same time news releases. Which one do you choose? Yeah, we'll roll with that. The um, but Okay, so the overall picture on, on this whole thing is, um, this is on a general scale. If you, I've, I've always argued that, and people will always, from other countries, will always shit on the United States and the citizens because we're not well-traveled. Because our whole country, like we have, our states are like countries within countries because the continent of the United States is so big. Now, if you take the continent of Europe, everybody travels to other countries, which is different in the sense of how we travel to other but states. They embrace their countries. Yes, but These we travel. Well, different. same thing here with states. Like when people from Europe, like open minded, normal, regular people who just love to travel come to the United States, they are blown away by how different every state and every 
every region of the United States is the same way that every country is different. In, right. Yeah. So we get shit on for not being traveled and cultured in the manner because we a lot of people like to just spend time in the United States because it is so big and there's a lot to discover here. Fine. I don't defend it because I think everybody should leave the country and visit the rest of the world. And, I mean, we got tropical, we got forest, we got yeah, plants. we got everything you need here as far as all the climates. But my point being is that we're not well traveled, which means that we don't have a full understanding of actual cultures, except for the people escaping cultures. So we're only going to get one sided views of things. We don't actually go to the countries and see whether they're shitty countries or great countries and see why people, what people think hands-on living through certain situations are. So we don't have a full necessary understanding of the rest of the world. We just assume that we're so great that we're going to sit there and we're going to make the rest of the world like us. Like, how can you... Like, people are shocked when they see, like, how people live. And it's like, no. Like, dude, the person down the street living on the sidewalk literally makes more money than the average, you know, uh, person in the Congo. And, and, and more than... And makes more money than... Most of the, actually most of the world, they li literally live, the poor homeless people here are literally like in the top 3% of the world on income, not going to lie, it's a fact, okay, and people don't understand that, and when you go to places like, I've been to, you know, living in Southeast Asia and been all over to, to you know, Hong Kong and through China, you can see the, the riches of rich, the poorest of poor, all within a drive, very easily. And you can see the differences and you can see the, you know, the understandings of it. At least I can from an Asian point of view and a third world, uh, first world point of view on things. And so when you see that, you have an appreciation. You can learn to understand, you know, the options and the lives that you have here. But what you don't understand. You people, can definitely see that in like Tewksbury, Mass. Yeah, but you can see it in parts. But that's still on, on a th people think like that's the shittiest of shit. But that's not the shittiest of shit. That's the problem. Yeah, that's, what I'm, that's, like that's my point. Living in Ashanti. So... If you look at, so when you see the rest of the world and what they think of the United States, they, like, you think that, for some reason, people here think that we're loved. We are hated on a massive scale around the world. We are the laughing, especially now, the laughing stock of many countries, if not most. We really are. You right got, now is a tough time. Yeah, and you got your few who appreciate the United States for what it is, but they think we're a joke because you can go to this country, take advantage of the whole system, and basically steal from this country the system in this country and the big problem is when you go to countries with people um who don't want to leave like who love their countries and they look at the united states we're the biggest shit bags on the planet i am not gonna i'm not lying to you when i say this if you were to like so this is going back to the deflection thing and why i'm bringing it up when you look at how the united states shits on China, shits on North Korea, shits on Russia, and they shit on all these other communist nations. And I'm not saying I want to be communist by any stretch of imagination. I love the United States. I love all how we do do things here as far as everyday life and things like that. It's just a government that's fucked up. The you know, but we have options to be anything and do anything we want. And where a lot of countries they don't. And that out of the way, if you look at the whole in what the United States is compared to what they say Russia is and China is and you know North Korea or any other country that they don't like, literally, that's what it is, the country they don't like, they're deflecting. They say, you know, look at the tyranny of, of Putin. Look at the tyranny of um, Xi Jinping. Look at the, uh, the tyranny of, uh, you know, Kim Jong-un. Uh, you know, and it's just like, yes, it exists. That Yes, it's like that. Yes, it's horrible. I'd never want to be a citizen of China, a citizen of North Korea, or, or a citizen of, of Russia. But 
Point being is they keep saying that they do these horrible, tyrannical things. Look at them invading countries. Look at them destroying lives. Look at how they treat their citizens. Um, do you, do people ever step back and look at what the United States historically and presently do? Look how they treat their citizens. We're going to find out tomorrow. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to get into that in a minute. Look what the United States literally does. And look what England has done. England has sit there and tried to colonize just about the whole fucking planet. Okay? They have their influence everywhere. Literally everywhere. And on every continent. Okay? Like, you know, you go to Africa, they got Lake Victoria. That sounds real African, right? You know, you go to you go to Hong Kong, you go to uh, you know, Southeast Asia and or you go to Australia. I mean, they got their fingerprints everywhere. Okay. The United States is the modern day version of that. It's the, it's probably the greatest empire in the in on the in the history of the world, is the United States. Because they sit there and they've caused more wars in more battles and caused more violence on this planet than any other country has in the in, in, in the last hundred years. Yeah, if we could just mind our business, I'd love America. I I do love America. I had a great childhood. Um, I feel like I've always had all my needs. But uh, I do think we just got to keep our fucking business or ourselves. We have a lot of healing we need to do to get global respect back. And there's, and it's not even. This is the thing. We can't sit there. You can't run around the world just looking for like, like you, like you just mentioned, like respect and things like that. You need to be trusted. We're not trusted. No. You need to be trusted on an economic scale. We are not, and we need to be um, uh, a power uh, house in 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 the economy on more than just spending. And the problem is, is that we want to globalize everything so much. We fucked ourselves. And that's bringing us into today where we fucked ourselves so bad by not allowing, not being energy independent anymore. This administration fucked that up that we got to rely on energy in in oil, in natural gas. And this is this is the, all the West from Russia. And what happens is you, the EU, uh, Biden sit, sat there and said, I'm going to put this out there. I'm going to put this sanction there. All useless sanctions that Russia was already prepared for that had to do with basic financial things. And what was the only thing that they could cut off that they didn't? The energy. Well, they didn't today cut, off, they cut off the banks. Well, today they finally did. But the reason why they didn't, because up until today, they were still siphoning money to Russia so they can sit there and get their oil. Mm -hmm. But you know what happened? The EU stepped up first. Everything that Biden is trying to take credit for, he's been behind. The EU finally grew a set of fucking balls and stepped up. What happened was places like Germany decided to put the, more, put, uh, the, the, the equivalent of the GDP into military and defense, which is what something that President Trump had tried to tell these NATO countries to do, and they all said, go fuck yourself, you're an idiot, and just took all our money in our defense instead. Yeah. Well, since we dug ourselves a fucking hole and said, we're not going to help you because if we help you, then we're screwed, and if we don't help you, we're screwed, so somebody else better step up, please, is what they're praying for, and they let the EU finally grow a set of balls, and all the NATO countries decided to up their weaponry in their budgets to equal, if not more, like Germany, their um, 
their their the military defense boo you know it's amazing how that shit has to all of a sudden work and so what they're doing is that those countries are sending weapons and missiles over to the ukraine and then the united states is lagging behind and yeah. trying to you know in playing catch up because they don't have the balls to do it because they fucked it up that bad they are so stuck in the middle of this crap because of the shit giving up all the information to china which gave it all into russia and now they're trying to Post this narrative right before tomorrow night when they do the the um the State of the Union to make everything sound all fine and dandy. You know, everybody's dropping mass mandates in California now all of a sudden today. Yeah. You know, in, in Portland and all those fucking places. Like, they are trying so hard to sit there and sound like the good guys, and they're not. They are so... Fu- you look at these articles on Politico sitting there trying to say that, oh, B- Biden's did a great job of head of this. One of the... Their article actually said this. They said that if they were to sanction them before... They invaded. They probably st- would have invaded. Well, fuck me. They still invaded, and they didn't even do anything at all. You loser. Yeah. And they tried to literally say that was a good thing. That's why. So Putin took back Crimea because when he realized after the the coup and shit, how do you say it? the coup? Coup, coup d'état. Yeah. That's it's not coup and shit. Back the coup and shit. They couldn't. Was that coup and shit? <laughs> Yo, but that's why he took Crimea back, because he was like, yo, fuck you guys. Yeah. Uh, let me take my piece of land back. Yeah, you guys just fucked us, and you, f- you took the leader out that I needed. We and- were talking about strategies, and Putin is a strategy genius, like how he took Chernobyl over the weekend. They're not going to fucking bomb Chernobyl. Nobody want that radiation going all over the nope. place, or be responsible for that either. Nope. So they locked up their scientists. They didn't kill any of them. And speaking of death tolls, you know, um, the Russians are deep on casualties. Civilians, soldiers as well, right? But mainly civilians. And they're not reporting any of that. Yeah, well, nobody is, and that's the thing. Like, one of the biggest things that they're not reporting and that you're going to hear the total opposite of is these are the two things that we say. It's taking Russia longer than they expected, which I don't, I didn't think Russia had posted online their, their expect, expectation list of, like, dates, and they're saying that the, um, the Ukraine is being more defiant than they expected. Now, here's the thing, all right? First of all, they, the intelligence... The Ukraine looks at it as, like, this English motherfucker... Got me into some shit. Well, what I'm I, let, me, let me finish what I was saying first. The the strategy behind is old school strategy, like you brought up, and they th- assumed that Russia was going to go in and just a, with a big fucking wall and push, and it didn't happen. Okay, so they're assuming like, oh, you know, so his plan didn't work out. No, he came from all angles and came in slowly. Yeah, and he's literally has not even used. He's used like a third of his his <coughs> of yeah. his power, and he's keeping the rest of all the big weapons and the big artillery to him because he's waiting for the West to step up. So to sit there and say that he's things haven't worked out as planned, things haven't. Not first of all, nothing necessarily goes as planned, but. Um, it definitely isn't as bad as they're playing it out to be. Folks, this isn't just like to sit there and like put us at ease, which they're somewhat trying to We're do so and boost themselves fast up. Pace. That's why. Yeah, we assume like a war is like two days in the United across States. Across the pond, they're different. They're educated. We've talked about it. They grow up learning six languages. They play the long game, but 
That's why our deep roots play the long game because they're European trained. They're yeah, classically. We, we have this expectation that like things are going to take over. Like we watch it in the movies again. You know, like oh, they're going to take over in a week. It's going to be done. Now you watch, you know, Red Dawn. That was months and months, if not a year. If you watch TV show Jericho, which never had a, a, a final conclusion, which pissed me off. That was going on for life. You know, where they split up the United States and nobody knew why. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a war going on and nobody knew why because there was no electricity, no power. I mean, the, like that's how the, the that's how the international game is played. Like those, these are old school strategists versus modern day. Let's blow you up and call it a fucking day and get it a cup of coffee. No, mm-hmm. no, they'll shoot you with fucking you know twenty two pistols for fucking months on end and keep all the missiles to themselves until they need to bring it out. And that's what the hard part about the West having to come in. And I'm sure is that like, well, they're not really doing that much, and they're using that as an ex- for them not to do anything as an excuse. They're using it as an excuse not to do anything. You know, because they're not at the end. They're gonna fuck themselves. And what they're doing is part of the great, the big, uh, great reset. Is they're going well. We need to not rely on um, natural gas and oil from Russia. So we got to make everything more green. Again, another impossible thing that will not happen. And even within a hundred years, it's not even possible. Okay. And that's what Jen Psaki was pushing the other day. Well, this you know, people the the the, the Republicans keep saying that we should reopen the Keystone Pipeline. You know, so we can you know start producing our own, our own um, become energy independent again. Because God forbid, because the EU's doing that. God forbid the fucking United States does that. And she says, well, what ends? Well, what that really taught us was that we need to stop relying on this type of energy. Well, fuck face. You know what? The only way that, that you can get electricity is still through fossil fuel. Fuel. So you're an idiot. And B, how? how and magically, by the end of the year or within the month, are we all going to sit there and turn into fucking solar and wind power? You dumb shit. You know, like that's the problem with this administration. Okay, because they gonna they won't do anything because this year because of Burisma, because of Pelosi's son being involved in another energy company out there. And if you look at Snopes, they'll say it's false. And you look at their explanation, and it's them running circles around each other. It's pathetic. And it's just, it's it's crazy. And that's the big story of what it is. A lot of these countries look at us as the big bullies. And if you do not understand and look at the United States and all the shit that they have done to other countries, then you need to you need a reality check. Like I said, as much as I love this country, we are the bullies to the world. In yeah. all reality, yeah. we are. We do not leave people alone, and I don't. I understand but that. That being said, we need a bully to run us. Like I know Putin's a bad dude again, but we need someone like that. Someone with a set of balls. Well, this is what's funny. Isn't that, isn't that the, the crazy part? Is is that like you had Joe Biden? Part of his big campaign is Putin doesn't want me as president. I'm going to stand toe to toe with him. He hasn't done shit. All right, he went running away to Delaware this weekend. You know, while while there's a potential, you know, nuclear war g- going to occur, he ain't shit. So with Sweden shutting off their bank, if that makes Ukraine have to make a drastic decision, which I think they're also smarter too, but they're also provoking this fight. So Ukraine, Ukraine isn't is, making any decisions. First of all, let's stop giving them credit for that. They're provoking this fight by not making a decision. Literally, that is. My overall right there. They're provoking the fight by not making a decision, being in the middle of the fight. But so if the they shut off their funding, that either makes Russia hit China up and say, yo, my mans, uh, I need some of your money. 
Russia's got enough money to last them for a, a good, probably a good little while. They got well. This is the sanctions don't mean shit because no. Iran's already coming up right now on their own, even off their sanctions we gave them. So well, it doesn't matter because we're, we're still already made a lucrative amount, anyways. The United States is still siphoning money to Iran, trying to make a nuke deal with them through Russia. So I'm saying we they have sanctions against them that they're still striving. Doesn't like, these say, this is where sanctions mean shit unless they they're done right and they're the right sanctions. You know who made the right sanctions? I hope not, but war will occur, occur if the EU gets the Ukraine to side with them. Probably, and that gives. The alliance of North Korea, China, and Russia. At least. And never mind the other smaller nations who don't want to be in the, stuck in the middle, but they might have to be. Like, who would be that? Like, um, Well, they've already hired a, a, a bunch of... Um, like the Philippines? Saigon? No, they've they've already hired a bunch of... Um, like. For, I'm talking about really close to them as far as geographically. Like, they, they've hired um, African militants, then brought them over supposedly to try and kill the uh assassinate the president and whatever else but there's other people in africa militant groups in africa who hate us just the same there are plenty of warlords and there are plenty of all that get involved, absolutely though? anybody who has a chance to fucking destroy the united like, states you know, in some like, way or another i haven't really mentioned african nations because they're not part of the ball game and i think that's good they just stay like you like when we said south america they have internal conflict on their own like, would they even be like, I want to get involved in the global But world. as long as there's people who want power, who have money, and who hate the United States and hate the uh, the EU. No, because I think those, there is plenty, those African countries make money off illegal arms deals. So. No, they make money off of um, slavery. They make money off of everything that we give them money for. Yeah. So, so they are involved in us just as much as anybody else, except their their countries aren't as big and as powerful as I don't as think they would one. go against us. They probably They absolutely stay. would. You crazy? Not if, like you don't. Bite you don't think Libya people. would go against the United States after what after Burisma and bombing that place for no good reason? Mm. Okay, you know you don't think Somalia would? Okay, you know that whole region, absolutely. Yeah, but they're also surrounded by opposing countries. They know they'd get their asses kicked. They'd have to. That, that's assuming the other country would a do that. Big choice. They'd be like, shit. Mm-mm. That's why I don't think so. Absolutely not, because it's the same thing. Like, you have anybody who, like you said, anybody who hates anybody, and if there's an actual world war, there's no, like, you know, that's no, why. because if you're those, it's any strategic game. If you're a little country and you're in the zone of the country that's feeding you right now, even if you disagree with them, and you decide to side with the guy who lives way down the road, but he can't be there every day for you. No, like that's you're not. That, that's submerged. not. That, you're, you're not. You're, you're thinking too. You're thinking too like too small on that scale, and you, you're not giving enough credit to these countries and what they need no, and what they can get. You would have to fly or sail. Doesn't you don't have to do there. any of that stuff? They don't even have to go and actually fight. You can sit there and avoid. Uh, you can sit there and deny the United States a base in there. You can deny them a use of their of your ports. That's you good enough. Yeah. Yes, and that's fine. And that's all you need to do. You don't have to actually put up arms and go and fly someplace you to can do just it. Be like, no, you sorry, go. This is my land. We're nothing to do with you, and that's it. You know what I mean? That's enough. Because at least then you, they would take it by force, and that'd be horrible. And that's when you start the war. But that's when you're on the. That's when that's their fault because now they're on the other side, and the United States looks like shit. Yeah. So there's there's the strategies behind it, you know, just as well. Because if you can sit there, if the United, if they think they're friends well, with they the United put up States, a false flag and they say United they're going to go. I want the same deal that the Ukraine got. Do you think the United States has the power to do that? They'll say yes, but they know it ain't true. 
You know what I mean? Because they're going to have both sides of that. They go, well, what, what can China and Russia do for us? And the China and Russia can probably offer them a hell of a lot more than the United States and the EU could in all reality. Because they're going to go, well, look how long it took. Look what happened in Ukraine. You've been there since the 90s and shit it hasn't happened. And 30 years later, there's a war because you guys didn't do shit. You guys didn't back them up like you said you would. There's a lot of different ways they can go about doing it. Yeah. You know, and everybody wants answers now. If they can get money now, and that's all they want is money. They don't want to be westernized. So they want money. let's bring it up. I mean, I, I've got everything I wanted out, but so let's bring up tomorrow, right? Tomorrow is the State of the Union, and supposedly the truckers are gonna get on DC, right? Yeah, they just, they just gone through Oklahoma a few hours ago, so they're no one's stopping them. No, you can't. How are you gonna stop them? What are you gonna do? It's a bunch of people driving trucks. It's a giant convoy, right? Yep. I definitely want to wrap this up so I can hit market basket. And fill up my tank because you know obviously ain't shit going on for the next couple of days because ain't no truck is going to be delivering goods. Well, I mean, I, I that I couldn't tell you because I mean, no, because that's almost like a scab. No, I mean, it's not. It, this isn't a. Most most truckers, a lot of truckers aren't even in the union, so it doesn't matter. They're independent truckers. We gotta find They're not out. unionized. We gotta find out. So I mean, it, does, it wouldn't it wouldn't even be looked at. It wouldn't be looked at that way. I mean, the only thing that you could do is cut off the routes, but I don't think they're going to do that anyway. That's not what this this convoy is about, anyway. So this is a different. This isn't like a Canadian convoy. This isn't like oh, we're not going to deliver goods and we're going to block off no ports and stuff like that. No. What is what's their mission? I don't honestly don't know. I think their their mission honestly is just overall we're sick we're sick of your shit. What's what are they sick of? Um, this administration, their their tyranny and their, their control that they're trying to have over the citizens as a whole. So I would, this is me, right? If I was them, I'd save this chess piece right now. I don't know if I'd uh, go drop it right now. What chess piece? Because they're lowering the restrictions. So they're going to be out there doing this while things are getting lowered and more open. When it happens again, it's not going to have as much impact as if they hold out right now. Wait for it to happen. No, again. not necessarily, because you can sit there and you can say, you say there's a thousand truckers, and that's it. And that go and do this. And they go there to make a point, they do their protest. And, you know, the and what they do is, and I think a big part of it is, I think the media is going to make, is going to is gonna shoot themselves in the foot and shoot this administration, it's going to shoot themselves in the foot, but they're going to sit there and call it this this devilish thing, just like they did up in up in Canada, and they're going to ruin it themselves and say it does happen again. We'll say over the summer. We'll say in July, 4th of July, they'll make a move over there. And if people are going to believe in the truckers even more. So I think it's a, a, actually an educated risk to take if they actually end up having to come and do it again. You know, and it's because it, it's it, the proof is in the pudding, the fact that, okay, these truckers did that. Now let's, now let's the truckers who didn't go, now let's go. You know what I mean? Like, fuck that. You know what I mean? We're, they're going to go this way. We're going to go this way. And we're going to go all the major ports and just block them. There's two major ports in the United States, and there's multiple ports um, up and down the coast. So what the U.S. would do is probably deploy National Guard towing trucks. They're already doing that anyway. They're trying to. Florida already rejected it themselves that they're not going to do it. You know, so they're already doing it. So that's the thing. They're 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 gonna they, physically remove the truckers from their trucks, and then tow that's the trucks. It, and you want to see how how bad they make themselves look in the middle of all this. 
That's the thing. It's an educated move, I think. So this is bad that we're having this internal issue while there's a global issue. A very serious global issue. Yeah. This is the, if they, I mean, Saki said that, you know, like that was quoted saying that, you know, Biden's his great leader the other day. So we'll see how fucking great he is. Tomorrow's going to be full of propaganda. It is. And then, you know what? I think I'll suggest to everybody to listen to on YouTube, watch um, the Daily Wire's coverage of this because he does, they'll do a great job taking that information that he's going to spit out and lie about and debunk what he says live. Like in, in in real time, um, if you if you got which I don't know if anybody's gonna listen to this before then, but um, that's a great. Be, I do that every time with Trumps with everybody. So, you know, you got to hear the news and how they're gonna do things on those, and you got to hear because there's information that we all don't know, you know, and um, facts. So he, that's what sent, these are the things that we're gonna push up. They're gonna push up the COVID thing because everybody's losing the lockdowns. They're gonna say, "Oh, we saved you from the mask mandates. We saved you from this. Oh, we look at the sanctions. We're leading the way against Russia, which they're not. We already just discussed that earlier. We already know the COVID shit was gonna be was gonna happen. I think everybody called that, you know, um, weeks ago, if not months ago, that they were gonna do this once they set the restrictions really started peeling down. Um, they're gonna sit there and say that the economy is great. Uh, Biden said it the other day. Let's that- see if they make a, a comparison to COVID with their science and Ukraine and Russia. They're not gonna do that. So, like you and me, are like, oh, uh, don't take the vax, and we're like, well, have some sympathy for Russia, and they're gonna say, we are the bad dudes. Um, they're going to say that the economy is great, that they created, quote, created jobs, as we all got to know the government doesn't create jobs because they don't employ people. Which or were just own a business. jobs that people got back The jobs that were there. Um, the only pre- way to create jobs. jobs. Yes. It, 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 that's the thing. They're going to say that they take, they, they, this administration is a master at taking away things and then putting them back in saying they did it. Exactly. You know, like how they, you know, they wanted to sit there and lower, um, Prescriptions, even though that Trump already did that, so they raised them again as soon as he got in office, just so they could lower them again, or say they wanted to lower them again. Um, they're going to talk about um, the great, like I said, the great leadership of the the Democrats, the party, and all this yada yada bullshit. I mean, it's just going to be this big um, gaslighting routine, which they all are anyway. That's I mean, the the State of the Unions, I think, is a stupid thing anyway. But it's just a big. It's just going to be a big gaslighting opportunity for this, these dipshits to sit there and spread more propaganda or narrative that you know only a small percentage of the country is even going to remotely believe, because everybody's waking up. And the point of all this today is to wake up, you guys, see both sides of the story, understand what's going on, and make sure that everything you read in the news and what the news tells you. That there's a bigger story there, whether they're right or whether they're wrong, you know, or the, whether they're just lying through omission, which is typically what they're doing. So whatever they say is going on great in the Ukraine might actually just replace the word Ukraine with Russia and vice versa, to be honest with you. So and whatever the gaslighting they give the United States, the United States isn't doing shit. If you want to look at this whole story as a whole and actually do your own little research, I mean, there's hours upon research to do. So not everybody has that time and wants to take the time. 
But notice that the United States is the biggest bunch of pushbags in this whole situation, despite the fact they are likely the reason for it to all be there in the first place. Um, I mean, I'm not saying that there's ever a reason to, you know, invade like Russia did. But they, you piss somebody off, you piss off a tyrant, and you piss off somebody who doesn't give a shit, and that's this is what they're gonna do. And it's not, it's not like they didn't know who they were dealing but with. I think that's why they didn't push back when he put out the quote: "If you interfere, you will, you know, what you'll face." Oh, the, yeah, the 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 biggest, you know. And they know. He, he ain't bluffing. No, he's not a bluffer. He's not bluffing. He is, okay, if if the reports are true over the past year or so about his health, he wants to end his life bringing Russia back into a huge Russian empire. So he does not give a fuck. Why do they say he has dementia? I don't know why they say it. Dude, it's again, it's... I'm telling you, he looks very... He looks way more with it than any... But, I mean, that could all just... He looks very put together. Yeah, so I don't know. You know, but and methodical, like he, yeah, it doesn't look like there's no. So but I'm just saying, right if now. it's true, you know, or you know, whatever, then maybe he has cancer. We don't know. I don't know, you know. So he's doing his best to put his legacy and stamp on this, um, on this Russian empire that he wants to rebuild. And you know, I mean, you, you, the United States pushed that button. They what pushed the limit. Be his successor. I don't know. But NATO, you know, comes up, comes to exist, and which is a useless thing that we've all just pretty much learned now. What the fuck was the point of NATO? It's supposed to be anti-Russian, and they haven't done shit. So, whatever, you know what I mean. So, just make sure you guys are paying attention a little bit more. Uh, you know, John came up with a lot of information here that um that added to the, the little bit that I put in the past couple of podcasts. For everybody then to start notice. So question every photo, question every video, question every headline, and do not just get your sources from this country. Look elsewhere for information. If you know a Ukrainian, you know a Russian, know anybody from the Eastern Bloc, ask them. See what their opinion is. I talked to a Greek guy today. He had his opinion, and he educated me on some stuff, and I educated him on some stuff based off of just perspective and him knowing people there and me knowing um, you know, a person there as well. So it's just a matter of you talk to but make sure you get all the stories that you can in short my closing note is they've been asking you to put repeatedly a series of unfamiliar poisons inside your body that have very well documented side effects for the past two years and now they're telling you to side with a party that is killing their own people and only wants pure blood Ukrainians in their country while provoking the West side and the Russian side. Yeah, does that sound familiar, folks? This is the same party that killed their own people on camera during their insurrection that then put in a law once they took over that no one will be held accountable in helping take over. They granted full amnesty to everybody. So, so just anyway. be mindful before you sit there and throw up a, a Ukraine flag somewhere or a Russian flag somewhere and just figure out what it is you're exactly supporting. And um, Throw up your flag, man. Throw up. Throw up your Portuguese flag. Throw up your Italian flag. Throw don't throw up, up any flag. flag. Just throw up your Haitian flag. Th- throw up your Dominican flag. Throw up your flag. Throw, 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 throw some threes up. Whatever. From the bean. 
You know, throw a clover. <laughs> um, but anyway, folks, uh, thanks for listening. This is our shitty opinion. Trigger and leftist one opinion at a time. Don't forget you can leave a text or a voicemail at 339-224-4341. Do we have any? No, I haven't gotten any notifications. Would have been sweet. Yeah. Text us, you bitches. Oh, I got five days left for my three free months of Apple TV. Oh, yeah, I got to get mine. Get the fuck out of here. I'm not using that shit. I want that free Apple. Suck it. Please. All right, folks. Till next time. I think this will be the last uh, Ukrainian input. I think we've said enough and done enough. Until we hit an actual world oh, yeah, war. Until, until, until an actual happens. world war. We're going to work on to. I they think, might strike tomorrow, dude. Grant them how we do. It could happen this week. So we're going to. Um, eventually, we're going to move on to explain more what the the, um, the new world order and the Great Reset is. We'll do one on that. So I'm sure that's, a lot of people aren't too familiar with what that all is. So we're going to get into that into some a little bit of detail. Um, but until then, folks. Um, Cut your groceries. Yeah. Peace.